listen, bro. I don't know. We've done this. We've done you this start the next 132 segment, times. The music is good. The music is gonna start the episode unless we have a funny joke to start. After the music dies down, your intro will play, and then we will cut immediately to the review. Episode 132 of the Unheard Podcast. We got a great, great episode in store, man. We're going to talk Daniel Caesar and really further my agenda, talking about him as, you know, a generational R&B artist. We're going to talk about, it's 2023 officially, the death of the album. Um, a lot of low, low first weeks, hell, so we're going to get into that. And then we're going to talk about SZA's massive tour success. Is she the one? And all that. So, you know, stay tuned. Check us out on IG at Unheard Podcast, Twitter at Unheard Pod One. And thank y'all for the support, man. The podcast has been booming lately, been great. So, you know, keep sharing it, keep listening all the way through. We really appreciate that. And, you know, just be part of it. Let's get it. Well, let's just start with the basics. Did it live up to your hype? This was before the album dropped. Chance has been so giddy about this. It's like a kid before Christmas. And you just really hope that kid gets that one gift so they're just not heartbroken and ruin Christmas with that sad face. So I was like, I hope it lives up to your expectations. I really do. So did it? Absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. Not only did it live up to my expectations, it exceeded, shattered right, my expectations, right. as okay. a matter of it's fact. It's time for me. I'm sorry. It's, t- it's time for my question. All right. Let's, it's time for my question. Let's actually it's do that. For- let's get the bad news out first because I know Vance, generational Bro, nigga, I have a question. Right? generational hater get your hate out man Go a generational hater in a minute less than the first 10 minutes of the pot is crazy but going on i mean after you know i was i was waiting but then you said he shattered expectations so um you know when it comes to me you know i'm, I'm big about moving the needle i'm big about filling voids and, and at least for me a lot of my love for artists is when i see them kind of take on and adopt kind of my favorite things about other artists almost um so like what if it, if it shattered your expectations i feel like not to say you've been in the crowd of like r&b is dead but i feel like you haven't Absolutely i feel like you not. haven't been super high like i haven't heard this review from any other r&b project that's dropped bingo maybe from this bingo. entire podcast inception i don't know if you've ever spoken about an r&b mm. project like this um except for party mobile so I have to ask. I have to. <laughs> Don't do that in here. Take that off. I have to, I have to ask. Me. Like, what? Take what did you hear in this album that's absent from everybody else's albums? It can be. It can first be sonically. All, like it can I be said, the emotion. First of all, I just I just want to start itself. The album. I feel like we haven't been hearing a lot of true albums. Like, put me in your world. From start to finish, no interruptions. Like, take me from scene to scene. That's how I felt here, man. I felt like song to song. If 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 when I'm listening to your project, we talked about this a few weeks. If I feel like I could think about or place myself in your shoes and like enter your world, right? 
how like when you read it's like reading a uh I don't know if everybody else does this, but when like I read a book, like everything I read, I'm visually <laughs> imagining a, the entire yes. scene, right? So if you can, how, you, <laughs> yeah, how do you think how everybody else reads a book? <laughs> I don't know. Some <laughs> niggas might just read, read. That's why I say I don't know. I haven't read for That's everybody. hilarious. I'm just you said reading. You got no so grasp reading, of the setting. Reading disclaimer. <laughs> I don't know if y'all do this. <laughs> we'll continue. So, chill, so, so chill, Daniel chill. Caesar was he was doing a good job of of, of setting. There was a, a lot of good setting for you. Like, bruh, did you feel like you were in that field, like running away in the dark blue? In some ways, from time to time, but it's just I have so much to say, <laughs> and I don't even know how you to start, bro. Thing. It's just the the pacing, bro, the pacing, the sequencing, excellent, like song to song, nothing feels rushed, nothing feels out of place. The the overall thoughtfulness, attention to detail, never a dull moment on a project. And I know some people are gonna be like, it's it's a little bit boring, it's a little bit of a sleeper. Man, it's some sad, you know, finding yourself type music. So don't come into this, you know, thinking that it's about to be a party or, you know, some typical shit you used to hearing with, you know, heavy 808s and it's like a vibe. No, like, it's spacey, it's introspective. Um, and there's, you know, a lot of different shit that he's doing. Like, it felt like I was at the at the show, like all the live instrumentation. He talked a lot about, like, producing this project himself. Excellent production throughout. Um, what else, man? The songwriting, everything, man. Everything about it. Basically, it checks every box to maximum. To maximum. Like, I'm 10 out of 10. I'm so glad you ended. I'm glad you ended your take with that. I'm glad you ended your take with that. You know what it reminds me of? What's that? You ever saw that movie Moonlight? No. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. You ever saw Moonlight? I, I believe in inclusion. Yes. <laughs> that's what Dan, damn this might be my I've been like teasing this take for years cause I, I knew it was just gonna get me in trouble and I've been like building up my credit score with like I'm the crying. film nerds and just like great music take after great music take Moonlight disclaimer Moonlight is a great movie in every area the actors went off the visuals were amazing the overall pacing was great the plot was a little dull but it didn't check the main box of a movie. It wasn't, I wasn't entertained. <laughs> like, I didn't give up. I wasn't at the edge of my seat. Like, what's next? Oh, my God. I kind of knew where the story was going. Like, I knew exactly what was going to happen. It was a great film. Like, it deserves whatever awards it won. But it didn't check one of the biggest boxes of just, like, am I entertained? <laughs> and that's exactly what this Daniel Caesar feels like to me of, like, Great songwriting, great vocal delivery, great production. He's doing everything great. He's refined. It's like the quintessential third album. Like he mm-hmm. knows what he does best, and he's doing it all best. But I'm not super entertained. Mm-hmm. Like I told Chance on first listen, I was like, I don't know. I got bored, and I just turned it off. It's a when little- every listen, it's like, okay, I can recognize how great it is, but it's like, it's a, it's a little. I'm sleepy. not entertained. It's a little, it's I a get little it, bro. Sleepy. It's a little sleepy. Absolutely. And that's why I said, like, and I think all his music is like that. Like, even the shit he's talking about, he's not talking about, like, you know, obviously he's talking, it's R&B music, so rhythm and blues. Like, he's talking about his perils and all this shit. But, like, you know, he very much makes a different brand of music than your, like, prototypical 
contemporary R&B artists in the 2020s, right? Absolutely. It's sad from time to time and all that. Slow, whatever. So I completely get that take, which is why it's it's probably not going to go crazy first week, just like it didn't go crazy for its first two projects. Because the music is not for everybody, right? But just because the music is not for everybody, or I'm not even going to say that, or it's not for, I'm not going to say the music not for everybody. Like, it might be a seasonal album, like you going through some shit or you feeling something, and maybe the impact is greater in those moments. But no, like, it's not like the sizzle where even though she might be talking about sad, there are a lot of moments on there that are a lot of fun, like, that you just could bop to, vibe to, you don't have to, you know, think too deep on it. So it reminds me of an Earl album of like Earl is my favorite artist, and I like I can never get mad at anybody when they say they don't fuck with Earl because I completely he understand. He gets his like, shit off. He gets his shit like, off. Exactly, like the shit is elite, but it's only elite if you like care to really listen to listen to it. If you care to give it a chance, like it's not on first listen, nobody's gonna be like, oh shit. Like you gotta really be looking at the lyrics or play it five times to finally catch that random ass bar that connects to this random ass bar. Then you're like, oh shit. This is where I was going again, and this is this is gets into my greater discussion, as in like Daniel Caesar as an artist and his whole. Yeah, bro, I need, I need, I need, I need the cookie cutter stuff. Why is he generational, bro? Bruh, the shit is like Taj. Taj, you can <laughs> say answer the Come teaser on, question. The shit is like true fine art, bro. Like, fine art. Listen, like. So yes, now we're like, at the J Cole yes. part, where like I need a different level of consciousness to be able to listen to Daniel Caesar, bro. No, bro, I'm not saying that, but Taj just just said my point. Like I don't need to, I don't I don't feel the like need to repeat what Taj just said. How what Taj just said is basically how I feel. Like you have to really so it shattered expectations, but you to, weren't excited. I was because I like the mute or this is the type of music I enjoy, and I I will take the time to delve. That was it. my pushback on your whole your whole take of like generational. What does it mean to be a what what yeah? What are the check boxes LeBron to be a generational artist? Steph Curry, not just. You. I feel like, like you have Earl, to be a, I would say he's a generational lyricist, but I wouldn't say he's a generational artist, even though, like, yeah. Like, I would say he's a generational lyricist, generational with the bars, generational projects. But generational artist, I can't really say that when it's like... But there's not one the other element. Areas. There's not one element of Daniel Caesar music where I feel like he not, like, one of the best, like, in his class at, other than maybe your point of making, you know, more... Contemporary. Nobody's saying unquote, Caesar's or, not one of the best. It's just like, so that, that's like my main question. What is that? Should, is does that is that a factor in a generational artist? Like the fact that you are the best, can you show to the masses that you're the best? Can you show to a large audience that you're man, the best? When I heard when I first heard like, snooze, did I did I or did I not hit the chat like the, like minutes after the album? Telling y'all like niggas, snooze is 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 it like it's gonna it's gonna do it like I, and shit. Maybe I'm not trying to just straight up compare the music like tail of the tape, left first right, black first white. But I didn't hear that on this album. I, I respectfully, I didn't even get close to like that moment. Honestly, Toronto 2014 track three, that was probably the song that had me like most excited and. As far as like hit power, like homosexual, you didn't think no, just just in time. terms of like being excited about like oh shit, like I didn't think this was gonna come next or like I don't know, 
like for me, the things that excited me most on the Caesar album were the songs that were stripped down the most. So like Toronto 2014, uh, Buyer's Remorse. Um, I thought Cool was all right. Cool. Yeah, like, but, but still, like nothing out here that really jumped out at me thinking like, this is going to be... This is going to be the song that makes me come back to this album 10 years from now. Because that will be Snooze. Like, Snooze will make me come back to that SOS and make me remember that that album existed. Same way that shit, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of a lot of artists have those type of albums where it's like, yo, it might not, you might forget about some of the stuff on here, but there's some that are just undeniable. And, like, back to the convo we were having. That way about Brian Tired, this guy, bro. You could run this shit. It's time. That's cool. Like, it's good like you music. Will be, you bro, will come back to this. This is my argument. Like, and I say this a lot. I don't know if I've ever fully vocalized it on the podcast, but like, and this it's going to sound unfair, but there's like good music and then there's like Spotify good music. And Taj doesn't have to speak on this, but bro, like the Spotify, like Spotify is algorithm. And if you look up and down Spotify playlists, like R&B playlists, frequency playlists, like you're going to find not bad music. Like it's not bad. You know, it's it's an algorithm. Like they're good at like making sure that the music on there is good. But if you like bring this to like people that work in music, like they're gonna tell you like this is it's just that. Like it's like jukebox music. It's the, like Spotify is the new radio. So like it's radio. Damn, that is an insane. Like take. a lot of the music in these playlists, like and and that's the thing. A lot of this stuff is being catered for these playlists. Like people are making the R and B. It's why you're hearing so many people do like the Brockhampton. I'm not trying to say that Spotify is inventing like trends and music, saying that like making all these people want to make these types of, like type of music, but I do think kind of like this huge influx of playlisted music and people kind of catering their music to be successful in the playlisting world, I think has created a division where it's like, okay, you have like shit that's really, really solid, and then you have shit that like probably sounds great and like fresh finds. Like and and so maybe what, what side does this land on? It's leaning more on like I would hear it in a Spotify playlist, and it wouldn't jump out to me. Mm, if Daniel Caesar is the name crazy. behind this, like the the vocal performance, it is great. And maybe I'm being unfair for looking at it too deeply. I should just look at it as simple. Daniel Caesar delivered an album, but like I've heard what he can do. Like Freudian was great. The other shit was great. Like, Japanese denim was great. I was in high school. I was, like, 17. Like, we're six years later, and I don't think it's unfair for me to say, like, I'm not, like, it's not a good thing for me to not be excited over anything, really, on this album. Like, it is what it is. It's cool, mm. but definitely not shattering expectations or anything like that. Like, it's it's very listenable to me, which isn't bad. Can you just, can you just input your disclaimer, though? How many listens have you done? One? I mean, nigga, it's been two days. How many listens have you done? A bunch. How many? Count. Uh, come on, if we're checking each other, I, you can't check me on that. It's you can't egregious. check me on that number and not have your number. How many listens have you done? It's egregious. At least a dozen. Well, okay. Then that's my first listen. Like, I t- I'm saying, so I, I'm saying I appreciate I mean, I just take. I just compared it to all I could compare it to, which was my first listen of SZA. Did I not or did I, did I, or so, did I not start my take so, with that? So like, only one more thing, though. Can I just say one more thing, though? Like you don't have to disprove my Let's take. Talk, like you can have your take. But discography cool. though, discography <laughs> like if we stacking them up, like where who who who's in this lane? Like who would you say 
album for album. Like, let's go, let's 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 put your shit against mine, <sighs> and let's see who come out on top. Like, what bucket is he in? What where is he at on that tier list? I don't know, like Smino. Really? Yeah, I'm talking Smino about- has three very solid albums where the first one was kind of seen as like a cult classic in that lane. Like I'm being as objective as possible. I'm not here for all the jokes and like Akiki. Like if you ask me the question, I'm going to answer it. Smino had Amphetamine, which came out in 2016, was regarded as one of the best albums that year in arguably what people consider the best year in music in the last decade. Then he follows it up in 2018. I can't remember the name of that project. Super solid. And now he puts out his industry album in like the last, what, six, seven months, which had great critical acclaim. So like, he's a, he's a Spino. Like, that's cool. Like, they're cool. Like, it's cool music. I don't know about that one. Where do you have him, Chance? That's what I'm saying. Like, you want us to say Frank Ocean? Where do you have him, Taj? You want us to say Frank Ocean. I think that's the issue. You want us to say there's never been I don't been want y'all to say that. I'm, I'm, willing, I'm willing to see <laughs> that they Channel might be Orange, in that S tier. Nostalgia Ultra and Blonde. That's what you want us to say. But if he in that S tier, right? Or if they're in that S tier, right? We're talking weekend, scissor. What about that this? What, undeniable what about generational this? What about tier? This? Is he not in that next bucket, the A tier? When we talking about contemporary not, R&B okay, acts, like, but not based off of who this, you putting him next not to? Not based off of this. I'm just saying there is no. I'm just saying this is what he just gave us. I just said his discography. I said stack them up. I didn't say just one album, bro. I'm sorry. I said, there's who a are lot, you of, him a next lot to? of good people that make good albums. I'm sorry. Like you got to You got to wow me, nigga. Daniel Caesar is very solid. Like, I'm not saying that he will not be looked at as one of the best R&B artists of our generation. That's why, like, I don't know what you're trying to fight, what point you're trying to fight. If you want to... But you just called him Smino. And is Smino one of the best rappers of our generation or... It's, I mean, whatever you want, I think whatever Smino is in a far in. more saturated lane where he has a lot harder time standing out. Whereas Daniel Caesar is competing with about five or six big dogs of male R&B. Maybe even that. It's never usually five at the same time either. Tiller's falling off of the picture. It's like Giveon, Party's falling off of the picture. The nigga's competing with Brent, Giveon. Who else? Black. Black. That's my point. He's not competing with them. He's in a tier above those niggas. I guess. I don't think a lot of... uh, I guess. I just... I don't think there's any... But you can't have him in a tier above them because the tier above them... Unless you just have him in a tier by himself. That's what I'm saying. Because the like, tier you, of him is like, like Sizzle, The Weeknd, and those names, and he's not in that tier. Like, you came on here hyping up the Giveon Project like crazy. All right, could he could he ever get to that tier then? Or does he just not... Wait, that was, that goes back thing, to my original question of, like, generational artists. You have to... To be in that tier, you have to make a project that appeals to a large number of people. You think that's, that's your criteria? To be in that tier? Yeah, it's like... I can't really call you the, the best if... You can't headline a festival. That's that was my issue with the fine art point. Like fine art, like, like I don't really, I don't, I've never been a believer that like the best art is the shit that's hard to decipher. Like, nah, the best art is the shit that everybody fucks with. Like, it's easy, it's easy, it's easy to, it's not like the same as saying it's easy to digest, but like, it's easier to understand. Like, I don't think it should be, I don't, it's the same reason why Cole was never the best rapper. Like, yeah, he might have had the best bars, but that nigga was never the coolest. He was never cooler than Drake. It's just how it went. It's the rap game. So Cole not generational, though? Nobody ever said that. I'm just saying he's not, um. But you can acknowledge he could be generational and Drake could still be a tier above Cole. 
Like nobody, I don't think. I mean, I don't think m- most people would be like Cole over Jay. Just like most people would. No, be I'm like just. Te- I'm season. just telling you, like, being the best, like, like, and and honestly, I'm speaking for myself because I feel like a lot of people did have Jay Cole as the best. I'm just speaking personally. Like, Jay Cole was never the coolest like nigga to me. Like, there was no point. I don't think where he was like cooler than Drake. When it came to just 2014, maybe, maybe I don't, I don't know. Drake dropped fucking if you're reading this in 2014. That was 2015. That was 2015. Oh, yeah, what? he might have been 2014. Yeah. Might have, yeah. Regardless, like I don't know, like Daniel Caesar. It's just the thing with the Gibeon thing. Like I feel like he's just still on that level in that in the rat race with them. Like I don't think like I, there's just been there's nothing that has like stood out like from this project specifically that would tell me like oh yeah this nigga leveled up like just go back to my SOS review it's a complete it's like I think what you want this to be when it comes to my review like SZA leveled up her songwriting she leveled up her vocal performance she didn't he did that too I think the songwriting leveled up. I don't think he's like a. I don't think the singing on this is like spectacular. Well, yeah, I mean, SZA has a, a better and more crisp. Like she's a a better vocalist for sure. So, but I think that's also his style. He does make a very raspy sort of neo soulish. That's kind of what's that? What's that I think, called? I think what's the, the project you, it's called settle. I think the project you're looking for. I feel. I honestly feel like that project. If Daniel Caesar is going to be in that tier of artists that you want him to be in, I think it'll be the next project. Like, I really, like, if we're going, like, just discography comparison, this kind of feels like what, like, graduation was for kind of, like, I know my Daniel Caesar diehard is going to love this project. Like, I'm not trying something, like, insanely outside of the box, but I'm just refining the thing that I know already works really well, and it's going to hit for my fans really hard. No. Kind of like graduation no, I feel, day. I feel, like that's, I feel like that's uh, late registration. Cause, cause, I mean, cause yeah, the they all fall in the same thing. The gay fans like... hated graduation at first. Like, if you ask black gay fans, niggas were not rocking with graduation at first. But continue. Yeah, but like, that's the point, though. Like, like college dropout, then late registration, then graduation. Like, it's all a continuation of the same sound. Like, Kanye has said, like, I was just doing what I knew would work. And that's why, like, 808s and um, Yeezus are my favorite albums. Because I was doing the thing that, like, mm-hmm. I was feeling at the moment. Like, I want to see what that next project is where Daniel Caesar is like, okay, I've given you guys three projects that I know you guys love, and now I'm going to I'm do sorry. whatever I'm sorry. outlandish thing. And, and, that's, and no. that's the only point I was trying no. to make. Like, no. Could, and I was going to ask y'all, wait, why are you saying he get there? I'm not going. Why are we asking if, can he get there two days after his album dropped? That's fucking nuts. Did you, <laughs> I, I, all right, come on. That's we know the elephant in the room. We talked about it already. That's the cancellation nuts. thing, bro. Was bro not on a great trajectory bro, I'm, before I'm, he took himself out the race, basically? I don't think his position has really changed, to be completely honest. I mean, clearly, but oh, does that have nothing to do with the cancellation? Point? Me, no, bro. Music speaks for itself, bro. Uzi is still massive. Like, That's a different fan base. Come on. I mean, I guess, but... It's not a good comparison. I mean, I guess, but... I don't know. Like, people have done worse. Like, I don't know. Just, I just don't understand. Like, like there's just not. I don't know. It's so simple to me. Like, there's just nothing that exciting on this album, especially nothing for me to call him like a generational talent, or to say like, 
he shattered my expectations of what the what the album could be. Do I think it's like very consistent? I think that's probably what you're most excited about. It's consistent. But this, it's consistent. This throughout. probably not. This this might not make your album of the year. Like you ain't feeling like that off of it. Hell no. Like this could get lost. Okay. So that's how you feel, Taj. How do you feel? Let's just sum it up and then. I don't think it's gonna get lost. I'm not also not throwing it immediately in like this is gonna be album of the year. But I definitely wouldn't be shocked if it finishes like top fifteen. Top fifteen. It's sure. strong. Like it's a it's a high eight to me. Like high eight, maybe it can grow more. I'm in that like nine to ten category, like I said. But <laughs> yeah, for me, I, I don't know. It, it's for sure should be top five. I just don't see like who's dropping something that's really about to compete for real. But we'll in see, what man. sense? In we'll terms see. of better music, or in terms of a more yes. consistent album? Like, that's all I care about. I don't care about like if everybody else likes it. Like, do I like it? That's why it's my thing. Like, I still I feel don't like I haven't else. heard like a quality that you really like about the album outside of like. Just liking the whole. Album. I just said everything, bro. That's not. I talked. I talked in depth about a lot of the qualities I enjoyed. He's a Daniel Caesar fan, and this is like a project that is very much gives Daniel Caesar fans exactly what they but want. If you're not a Daniel Caesar so fan, I can see why he's so happy. Putting you to sleep by track five. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. Moonlight. All right. Anybody want to hear? Um, hey, great talk. I'll play an unheard. <laughs> I will play. This is a duo. Um, I saw them live at most of the Fonda Theater or maybe El Rey. I think it was El Rey. Um, the homie just had some tickets, invited me, or maybe I caught the last minute. Um, this is duo Coco and Claire Claire. It's kind of like Pink Panthers mixed with like Flo Millie, mixed with like. I stamp. I don't know. It's very, very interesting, but it's very online. Like if you can. Get the vibe of them. It's very online. It's real fun music. This is You With Me by Coco and Claire Claire. say that we borderline can't, we clickbait can't, we, i mean yeah yeah <laughs> like bro we just thought like the only reason destroy lonely is above all these niggas is because he came with a good album unlike all of the other niggas the only reason yeet is even yeet is because up to me was a great debut album like you can't have these niggas here and then be like our album's dying because now we just saw the only like destroy lonely were you talking but i don't again, know if you were talking about album in that sense, though, right i'm talking about like 2023 just noticing the shift of like even Yeet, we thought he had a good album this year, but how many people are talking about that album? But my point, but but it's not, no, today. it's not about a talk. It's about the fact that his line for the Palladium is around the fucking 
street like but that's because of yeet that would have happened even no, if the album it wasn't it wouldn't, it, was have, it wouldn't have happened if it wouldn't have happened if the album was four songs or that he dropped an ep it's not happening i think it, he's I think not selling he's happened. not selling as many tickets i'm telling you it's part of, it just comes with it comes with it like niggas need a lot of good music but that's also like the point of where i'm saying is like like you need it. I don't you know need if the albums album. are touted to that find same a, level. Like yeah, you great, need an album to go on a tour great, and to have a collection of songs. Find me at least the, but find like, me even a B plus artist right now that has no album out. That's what I'm. I'm not saying like nobody should drop albums anymore. Yeah, I'm I don't saying think albums don't hold the same nope. weight. Like is That's this the year where it's like nope, clear nope, where nope, albums nope, don't nope, hold nope, the same still weight? My point. There will not be an artist this year that we consider to be top thirty five that does not have a good album out. No, okay. I'm just telling think, you, like, like. No, you, you're not. You're I, that's not what he's point. saying. I think what he's saying is like not. I album, know what you're. Course, I like, know what you're. I I hear his point. His point is he thinks albums are losing significance, and I'm telling you, if every great no, is still putting out albums, then how the, are they losing? No, I'm, sa- I'm not saying losing significance. I'm saying it's not the same significance. Like the significance is shifting. Like the significance of an album is so I can go tour and so I can have songs that pop up on playlists. It's not so I can make a great album or so. I can do X and like create a world with this album. It's not so my fans can eh, talk and like resonate with this project. To be honest, that's never it's been. Not, the, I think that's what I'm I think saying. A better title not, might be not, is like album new mixtape. That's not no, like, no, no. All no, albums no, are just mixtapes. No, no. This is getting nasty. <laughs> I mean, the title is irrelevant. The title is just like to jump this up is the nasty. conversation. This is nasty. <laughs> this is nasty. I like the discussion personally because it lay right into my little my little tweet. It's just it's basic little tweet, but I'm like, good point. It's just not, like there are. It's just the fact that artists don't care as much. Like it's nothing. It has nothing to do with the format of the album or streaming. Like artists just don't care anymore. And there's too much money being made that's off what, of music. This shit is just a lick. Like look at the artist that Human Resources Ray. She's a, a UK pop artist. She's got this song with 070 Shake called uh, Escapism. It's number one in like a shit ton of countries. UK, um, like fucking Switzerland, all these European countries. Um, but she's touring in the US, doing great. And like she AR'd her whole project. And like it's a very narrative built like that world. It's called My 21st Century Blues. It's kind of on the same idea of like a My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and the narrative telling of like just the spirals in her life and stuff like this and the triumph. It's like the only reason that's so fire is because she cared. Like she was a part of making sure every song was there. It's when you get these artists uh, that are not connected to their creative at all. That's when the shit just looks like a lick and these artists are just going on tour and they're just dropping a quick video. But it's like... That's my... That's, I don't think that that's has my anything point. to do with like, the which one, which one is in, Which one is the majority present day? Ray or the other? The other, but it's not, it's not... It has nothing to do with an album. It has everything to do with the amount of money you can make off of music. Like, if I'm Yeet, right... Why would I put that not, much yeah, I'm money? Not saying, I'm not saying albums that? are going to go away. I'm not saying albums are going to go away, but I'm saying like the spirit, the essence of like what an album was is like dissipated. Like, caring about it's the because, albums, well, like, I, real. well, again, I think this is also to blame the fans. Like, there's no such thing. Like, moments don't happen anymore because as soon as your album is lit, nigga, somebody else's album drops four days later, and it's your turn is fully done. Like, nobody's talking about your album anymore. So why would I put a, a whole life's work? It's been like that. It hasn't. That's it not. Hasn't. That's not. It hasn't. Not like it, it's. I'm telling you, chance. It's it's feeling more it's, ampl- it's amplified. It's way for sure. way worse. Like, bro, we haven't even heard a peep about. I mean, he dropped an EP. 
with all those future remixes, but nigga, Boston Richie was your favorite artist like two months ago, and I haven't heard a peep about real Boston Richie. So I'm just telling you, these moments fleet faster. He has fully moved on a low shimmy. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, low shimmy, whiz. <laughs> I haven't fully moved shimmy, on. I still, Boston is still on a play. Low shimmy, whiz, low shimmy, whiz, having and see Stunna. These dudes got, but that's got him point. out of the paint immediately. No, let me finish, because it's like, yo, these moments are fleeting like crazy. So if, if, if I'm putting out a whole album and I got the whole streets behind me and then a low shimmy comes out and puts an album out and now nobody gives a fuck about my album regardless of the music, why would I put that much time into making making sure is my Is it regardless album? of the music though? It is. I don't know about that one. Because that's what I was going to say. Like I still fuck with the real Boston, but he didn't make, like that's what I'm saying, he didn't make an album like, let me like, you know. If he did it, if like, he did, like, okay, bro, prime example, if he, if prime he example. did, it wouldn't have mattered. Prime example. All right, maybe this is just prove my point because this was in 2014. But Heart of the Projects, Kodak Black, like that's an no, album. That was forever that I ago. Could go back Kodak. to as you an album. We can't talk about Kodak. That's what Kodak, I'm saying. You Kodak, Kodak was a goal, moment. But. Kodak had an entire year to run shit. He ran the entire year, so it's like that's why I'm saying that a Kodak Black rise couldn't even happen today because these moments are fleeting way too fast. Like. We stuck with Kodak. So it sounds like you, it sounds like you do get my point. Though. I get your point. I just don't think it's like I don't think it's like an intentional thing of like oh like let's let's stop let's stop caring about albums. I think it's just like people are just surviving and trying to do trying to keep up with what consumers are demanding. Like if consumers are demanding an album from you every fucking four months, how are you supposed to make a good album? Kanye said he spent eleven years working on. Um, or 11 months working on, or maybe longer. I think he said literally like five, six, seven, eight years working on all of the lights. And that's why all of the, all over the and that's why all of the lights is crazy. No, I'm just telling you, like, nigga, if we're yeah. caring about albums, like, that's care. And that's because he had eight years to work on all of the lights. Now, if niggas are demanding in all of the lights every four months, it's not going to sound like all of the lights. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, you're right. I saw some stat the other day. It was like 60K new songs are uploaded to streaming. Way more than that. It's 2 million. It's damn. not 60k. <laughs> was that the? It might have just been a you. Oh damn! It can't be two million a day. That Maybe two hundred thousand. Right. Look it up. It's some fat number. It's like 60k, bro. I saw the stat. 60k a day. That might have just been Apple Music. You're right. That might have just been for Apple Music. Damn. Oh no, you're yeah. right. That was that was it. I mean, I don't think they're dead. Like obviously, people want to drop albums forever. It's how music right. goes, but. I'm just saying the feeling around albums, I feel it fleeting. And as someone who loves projects, it's pr- it's kind of sad. But, like even just the interest around the like Don Tolliver going from sixty eight to thirty seven, Chloe going from twenty four k to ten k, Black going from seventy seven k to twenty two k, Daniel Caesar only selling twenty k. This, 20K. Is, this like, is these are artists who cared. I mean, at least I, I, three I, of the four I, names I said cared I, about their project. Like they put in effort in their project. I, Okay, but but you can't be okay. Okay, I get that, but you also can't use numbers as a reflection of that because now more, like I said, with fleeting moments, numbers are just reflections of marketing. Like, yeah, I'm just using Daniel the number Caesar as a did, reflection Caesar. of like fan interest first week. But I'm still saying that's not. I don't think that's anything to do with like. It's because it's hard to market moments. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Like, if there's another moment coming up next week, it's impossible to try and convince a. A CEO to put a shit ton of budget behind like if you market the hell out of this Daniel Caesar album you have a crazy marketing rollout crazy marketing budget you do all these different events you have the Daniel Caesar all this like 
the return on investment is just not going to be worth it because another R&B album is going to be out next week that people are going to like and listen to. So, like, I see, I, I see what y'all are saying, but it's also just like that. This is to like this is for the fans. Like, this is to blame the fans. Like, this isn't on artists or anything because they're not really changing necessarily. Like, it's, that's what, it's not like this voluntary change. Like, it's a keep up. I, was, yeah, I wasn't trying to up. blame. I wasn't trying to blame any. I think it's like a number of factors going in. Like it's not just the fans. It's definitely like just the streaming model. The streaming model factors into it too. Artists dropping or just going away for multiple years definitely plays a part. Like social media plays a part. Seeing your artist so much. Like there's so many different variables that play a part in it. But I think the overall like outcome is that the feeling is fleeting around projects. But we've been. I- We've been talking about this for the longest. I said the same thing. It just feel like as an album person, like you just said, like I very much, you know, still remain that person where it's just like I, 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 I really do appreciate it. I see what Vance is saying. Like most people don't care about shit like that. But as an album person, it is sad to see because I really do appreciate like, you know, but I don't know why we're all crying that, all about that shit like, that goes into but why it. are we speaking about it? Like it's the death of music. Like we're at a funeral. Like there's still artists out there that care. Now I, it, that's what I'm saying. This is borderline on the point of like there's no more good music out today. It's like bro, there. No, because no, you can no, look no, no, for no, no, albums. No, no, no. You can I'm look saying. now. Maybe but, maybe the albums that are appealing to them, like Harry's House, like maybe in in R and B, like if we're talking R and B and rap. But that's because R and B and rapper is on its way out, nigga. Like we had twenty sixteen through twenty twenty. That shit is over with. Like, nigga, it's Harry's house time. Like that shit's selling five hundred K first week. Like, it's a Dell time. Like all the like maybe like the fans and that's what I'm saying is gonna was gonna come with rap getting so popular. All these numbers were gonna get so inflated and it was just gonna fuck up how everything was perceived from then on because the fans that were listening to Don Tolliver two years ago, those weren't rap fans. Like those were those were Harry Styles fans that were coming to listen to Don Tolliver. Now that Harry drops, these niggas don't want to listen to Don Tolliver anymore. So like, I don't think. Yeah, so I feel like you should see why I or a chance or worry. Like if you you said that like it's not worth the investment of like a label putting in a bunch of money to do all this push and da da da. At what point is it going to cross the point of like it's not worth the investment of? Your album, like your album, is not worth the investment if you can barely move twenty five thousand units. Like, why would I because, not just put because, that money towards another artist? Albums, and then at that point, then fans nah. of those artists don't get those albums because because albums will always be necessary. It's marketing that will not always be necessary. And as as un, as crazy and like confusing as that may sound, it's just one of those times I have to kind of just matter of fact it. Like that's just it's a matter of fact. Like the no, album with will you. always like, be necessary. There will never be a label that says like, well, there might be, yeah. but it won't be because of like, like, yes, there are labels telling artists, we're not putting your album out right now because it would not make any money. And that's just, that's hap- that's been happening. Like, yo, you need a good marketing plan before we put your album out. And that's what I'm saying with like. But beyond marketing, you, like you don't see it like going on like with overall budget of like, I'm not giving you but this budget, but budget, but budget, budget. Make, it, make this album with what we but give the budget, you. Like, but, so now the production quality is lower. The features are the worst. Like all of these things are going to end up happening. Like I feel like that whole trickle down effect is going to happen. The budget comes off of how much money said label is making and that money coming in is all based off of marketing. Yeah, I feel like it all ties together. Like it's all going to end up tied together with even worse projects. It's all going to end up. I don't. I don't think so. Because like Ray, like Ray's album is going crazy right now. She went from a completely unknown. Like I guarantee you guys didn't know 
who Ray was, even maybe before we had this podcast today. Like, she has a number one song that's platinum, like, all around the world. Now it's, like, maybe what number Okay, but what are the expectations around a Ray? Like, what, like, there's no crazy expectations for her to sell, like, an insane amount. So she doesn't have to recoup, like, some crazy-ass budget. Right, but she's in a situation. Have this freedom. she's in a situation. She signs. Like, she's in a situation. Like, she's... Yeah, but I'm saying she can have this freedom without expectation of, because, like, you're a young, hot artist who got, like, popping off of, like, this hit single. Like, she has the freedom to do that. But what about those artists who are, like, in Project 3, Project 4, and it's, like, make or break time? Like, what what about their budget? But I don't... Like, it's... Uh, I see it happening, like, kind of like a baseball effect of, like, where either... I don't know, though, bruh. Pack going, like, as low to the, like, budget as possible, or we're spending, like, crazy. But the, the middle part is just about to get wiped out. And that's a lot of artists in that middle part. Uh... We'll just have to agree to disagree on this one because I just don't think there'll be any change in number of artists that are still making albums that cut through and are getting rewarded for cutting through. Like Array. Like she had no reason to do what she did. But in her mind, it was make or break. So she got to it and put together a solid album. Now, not everybody's going to have that level of care, especially back to your point because you said a lot of these artists are just looking to tour off their album. Like... That is the goal, but I don't I don't think that's directly connected to like artists or labels wanting to just stop producing albums at all. I don't think it'll get I don't think it'll get to that point. Yeah, I don't think we'll get to that extreme either. I just Yeah. Alright, I'll play I'll play on here. I'm gonna play I think I might play that song. I'm gonna play safe. And I'm getting older Older And I'm only getting older Only getting older I just need a power Sounds you right now
rescue me. Come on, man. Like, you already know. I'm in, if I'm in the studio hearing this, I'm like, yeah. I know already. Like, I know. Over this beat, this sound very much like right. some, you know. Please be honest. Please be honest. At what point does it get nasty, though? I mean, I mean, the I mean, song what is point not is like generational or nothing, but it's catchy. Like, I thought it was a little too long. I thought he should have left it at like two and a half, three minutes. No, I'm saying, bro, this song. I don't think it's nasty, man. If I'm, we like, have, I'm not trying I, to if, sound if a we, hater. If, if we have, if we have professional soccer players go out past retirement, bro, and do the little charity matches, and like, you know, have the fans get that same feeling that they used to have when they watched the players in their prime, man. Let us young 20 through <laughs> mid-30s Drake fans enjoy the feeling. I, like, I know the nigga is 40, bruh, but I'm not mad at him still <laughs> saying that he wants to hit the group chat and tell him it's a rap. Like, this is the future, are <laughs> you? We talked about That's this not, with Future, bruh. It was like, like, all right, when, when, when is the narrative change? Would it just like, at, at this it point, changes like, when it stops being gospel. Bro, it's like succession at this point. Like this nigga is Logan Roy of rap. Like, bro. Well, he is. That is pass the shit to the kid. No like he's at the point. <laughs> nah, that's not happening. And I'm <laughs> cool with that. Right he's like, at the point right now where he's like, nobody. he's not even. He's not even. This song. I listen to this song. It doesn't even sound like it's from Drake's point of view. It doesn't make sense if you're thinking this is from Drake's point of view. This is a song directly made for the type of girls that he's like trying to flirt with. Like he's literally writing from that girl's point of view. But, but, but there's but, nobody but, on earth I'm coming not, and rescuing Drake. This nigga has his own plane. That shit makes I'm no sense. I'm not clowning sense. him though for that because he was making these type of records in 2010 and 2011 when he was big time and signed the Young Money, Cash Money too, and he was just making music for college. Vance, you can't compare. You can't. No, you cannot compare this to Find Your Love. Bro, I'm. I, I am. I. I will be shamelessly actually because Drake. No, Drake. Drake came onto the scene trying to market to college kids. Like I'm trying to tell you, like my brother was a product. Like my brother was an exact product. My brother graduated high school in 2011. Take care. So, like, going into college, like, Marvin's room, like, like the simp shit, like, that's who Drake was making music for, for, for the college simps to, to feel some shit, hit a girl up, maybe da-da-da-da. Like, I think this was more so just, like, I still got it in me. Which is, I think, with like, I think Drake was just getting his shit off. That's why, like, that's why I like this record because it doesn't feel forced from Drake. It's one of the, like, Drake felt forced for a duration of his career. And, like, this doesn't feel forced because I know what you're doing. Like, you're, like you said, it's very clearly not in his point of view. I think that's the point. It's like, yo, look at me just make music that all these girls are going to post on their story. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I'm like, this shit. Come on, man. This shit is it's catchy. catchy. It's a I great mean, hook. We the don't hook have, there's the nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing to it's say. It's a great hook. There's nothing to say. Like, you can't even hate or be mad on it. You're just like, okay, bro. Like, I'm not even mad at it. Like, it's cool. Like, it's cool. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a hater. I'm at the point. That's like, we get it. <laughs> like, I don't you want are. The, don't one, give it up. You bro. are arguably the best rap artist, rap artist ever. Like, it's you and Ye. Like, it's, we get it. But. How long, bro? <laughs> At what point? You don't want to see the league without Brian, bro. I don't, personally. And I'm not even like a break Brian stand, but it's just like, I don't know. Like, let's keep him around. Like, who is he going to pass it to, bro? That's why I don't have a problem with Drake doing this shit. Exactly. Like, it would... like, who's, who's, if somebody was there, if, the, if, if, like, it was Yay to Drake, it's like, cool. Like, 
come get it. Who? Nah, it's not. It's not. Who a we giving it to? It's just like more not a basketball analogy. It's more like a show analogy. Like this is a great all time show. At what point does it end? Like at what point does the show oh, just not, end? Or is like I've seen not, this great episode it's not, before. It's not. Like I've seen, I've seen this song before. This is God's. This is literally the God's plan template over again. Bro, this is like this is the exact same as God's Paul plan. Coming back for another season and making twenty five. I don't know about that. From what Bro, angle? He, the leak, the club video comes out. From club video, he teases the song, lets it operate as a leak for a little bit. Then he drops the song. The song comes out. Super simple hook. Easily, you listen to it one time, you can remember the hook. Sing it back. Same as God's plan. The only Versus, difference is that that wasn't simple. intentional. This this one is. This leak was very intentional. That's what I'm saying. It's like, at what point do you like have the formula so written out, like it's so chiseled and so perfect? Like you can't be hating. You forever. can't hate on the fact I'm that not, he gave I, Benny X a new platform, though. Like that's crazy. No, nah, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying. I'm like explicitly saying I'm not hating. Like I'm not hating. I'm just saying, at what point does this great show that we all love? At what point does it have to come to when an it end? Stops. When the, I'm when the way like this, bro. Posting the stories. Exactly. I'm gonna put it like it's this. never. That's that's. It's never gonna exactly. stop. You got it forever. Enjoy the show. <laughs> like, can do it forever. These company executives, <laughs> bro. You're like, bro. Why do you clock into work every day, bro? Like, why do you still show up here? Like, you're yes, 50, the CEOs, 40, the CEOs. Made, like, why are you coming to work? Right. You've made tens, if not hundreds, of millions of dollars. It's like you have enough to where you could. Just never think about this shit ever again. But it's like, nigga, like, first of all, I worked this hard to get up here. But second, like, I have the formula. I'm basically printing money by showing up, That's punching exactly in. What Drake is doing? You get what I'm saying? I just punch in, and like, they're gonna, I'm, they're gonna pay me. Like, I'm on salary. That's what Drake got right now. And back to my point. So at just least, like I at get least, it. I'm not gonna fuck up a good thing. And he loves the attention. And he gives us like an undeniable classic, one in every like three or four years, like a song, not the project, but a song off of a project, whatever it may be. So like, keep cooking, my nigga. Like he just dropped that. What was the shit? The uh, flights booked. Come on, son. I'm not <laughs> hating on flights booked ever in my life. I ain't gonna lie. That whole project, that one. That's the one right there, and I ain't see the vision at first, but I did. We ain't gonna talk. It's about okay. That. Everybody came around. It's okay. It's okay. Flights book anyway, was special. But I will say though, last point on this, Kanye, you gotta do something, bro. The Nick, bro. bro. Like, this is a call to action. Like, first, second of all, did Kim have to clear this, bro? <laughs> I'm just he, curious. Did she? Uh, I wonder if he ran it by her. He might have. Cause Kim, you you foul. First of all, you cleared the, you cleared the little the little snippet. I guess that was public already. But letting well, the nigga ad lib the yeah is insane. Mm-mm-mm. That is what, sick. What the ad libs? The little when she's like yeah, oh, okay. When she's like saying it, okay? the way she's saying, or it's the okay, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. I don't like the way she's saying okay, bro. <laughs> like if if that's my ex wife or whatever the case may be. First of all, why it's really just song, it's, second it's, of all, I don't like the way she's saying I've never heard a nigga put the put put a man's ex wife in the um ad lib like that is so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> he's like a thirty five year old man, bro. He's talking about yo forty, drag it, lower the volume, put some reverb, perfect, sitting perfectly, like okay. <laughs> nigga rubbing his hands together, Doctor Doofus merch says, nigga. 
I swear that's, 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 it, no, that's, it's not even borderline. It's full on bullying. That's where I'll point. go with Taj's point. Like, I will never be mad at sonically at Drake giving producers and artists because people are really getting life changing checks off of these Drake songs. So, like, I will never be mad at Drake dropping them. But yeah, speaking of God's plan, imagine. Wait, let me finish. Wait, 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 wait. But the point where it might get corny is like when you ask yourself, like, how long can Drake keep doing the little antics, like the little beef antics? That's when it's like, all right. That was probably the corniest thing about this whole rollout. Like, it would have been super like hard if there was just no Kim K <laughs> reference at all. I don't think it like needed that shock value. But like again, we just said Drake is a money factory at this point. He's gonna include every bit into the formula, every chemical, to make sure that he comes out with his optimal products. So if that means Kim K beef and an ad lib, that is the optimal product for today, nigga. Mission accomplished. Anyway. What do y'all love, man? We had a lot of great topics this week. I don't want to drag the episode out, but I just want to highlight the Shrimp Life for Todd. Did you have a talking point on that? But I just thought it was a fun album. Like, Sway Lee, like, say what you want about him. That boy is charismatic on the track, man. Like, he know how to have fun and just, you know, that's what I like about this. A little dancey. Make you want to get up, just move a little bit, bop a little bit. Favorite songs say, on there. Give, I just want to give them their flowers. Exactly. Like, they've been operating in this lane, which is like probably the most fast revolving lane to operate in of just like fun young guys, fun guys yeah, making like music to how party to. And they've been doing this for like <laughs> nine years. <laughs> still making shit that's fun music to party to. Like, and it's all really good. So it's like that's bruh, flowers worthy. It's sway, bro. Did you hear this nigga on on origami yachties? Hotties. Yeah, that's the hotties. intro. <laughs> that's like, come on, man. Like that shit. That shit. Like, I feel like Chance is a Chance is definitely a Sway Lee merchant. Chance definitely loves anything. I'm sway not, bro. I ain't gonna lie though. Sway Lee, say what you want, bro. Unforgettable. Like, why was that the biggest song in the world? It wasn't because of French. Like this nigga Sway, like giving him his flowers, like. He's the one. Like, he could really get on here and, you know, carry some tunes, carry a hook. Like, he's a hook man. Those guys, got a, they got a very special, traditionally. All I have to say about that album is that we got a very, very biblical future verse. That's it. I don't know about all that. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't necessarily agree. I thought they were better on that song. Fucking tweaking. Yeah. But Tanisha pumped that, like, see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Bend your knees. <laughs> Fun music. Bop music. That's a wrap, man. <laughs> We're not going to bore you any longer. If you made it this far, thank you very much. There's been some real dialogue today. Uh, I don't know if we said it at the beginning, but please, please, please go to our socials. Leave a like. Leave a comment. Um, no YouTube, so I'm not going to ask y'all to subscribe, but, you know, go to Spotify, leave a review, follow us, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, same thing. Um, yeah, I mean, we've got some ex- exciting stuff for the future. Uh, we got a little budget, got to figure out what we're going to do with that. Might give y'all some unheard hoodies. We're not giving y'all hoodies, but I just wanted, I just wanted <laughs> to throw the idea in the, in the air, but, you know, some exciting stuff coming in the future episodes, so, uh, yeah. We can wrap it. Any last words? Mm, no, man. Agenda pushed. So ultimately, I'm happy. Got great music this week. 
more great music in the future. So be back with us. But yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, take it out with my iron hurt. Hardy. Damn, can I do I have to take it out? Can I just take it out on a fun song? I'm not gonna unhurt this episode. I wanna play Origami's Hottie. Ray Shimmer. Hotties, hotties, hotties. I told him getting wasted in a hobby. Always thinking why me, why me, why me. Can't you see the others that's around me? I don't need to hear about your past trials. Won't you keep pressing round in a beach towel? Get a few items, cash tsunami. Yes, we fold the paper. Origami, yeah, breeze through, and somehow I spent a whammy. Supermodel chick with me, I call her Gwistafani. I'm not going back and forth like Bali. Don't you see the frozen chains that drape across me? All my accounts plus, 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 not minus. How you have a party and not invite us? Smoke so much bronchitis, still pulling all nighters. When the stars walk in, they could never, never mind us. Hotties, hotties, hotties. I told them getting wasted. Podcast over, dog.